Sis. There he is. Hello, Sis. G'day, Robbo. How are you? Hello, uh, everyone on the uh, that's joined us. I've just been having a look at the comments. There's some um, familiar people there. So hello to all the Demons fans that I've come across uh, in my time. It's uh, How good's this feeling, mate? Oh, mate, it is sensational. I mean, we've. I feel like we catch up so much uh, at the moment, given we're uh, we've got our, our little WhatsApp group, uh, and we talk all the time. It's well heralded. Everybody knows that uh, biz. It's been wonderful, hasn't it? And and while you answer that question, I'm going to try to bring Doggy Brown into the room because he's, I think he's in his car at the moment. So tell me about the WhatsApp group, biz. It's been great, hasn't it? Let's bring Doggy in. It certainly has. Of uh, being a part of about. Oh, started off, you know, obviously just maybe one or two, and now it's sort of stretched out to about four or five. There's, uh, yes. you know, past players groups. There's, uh, you know, the mental demons. There's, uh, there's a whole, there's a whole host. Um, there's our running group, you know, and sometimes throughout this final series, um, when we've got a run on, you would wake up in the morning to be a hundred messages. Um, mm. But mm. I tell you, it's if I talk about the past players group, I mean. You know, whether you've, you know, whether it's one game or, or it's many uh, or even if you've, you know, played, you know, even in the reserves and, and something that I really love about the past players and the acquaintances is that, you know, you get people that are involved that are just the heart and soul of a football club, um, you know, whether, you know, you're helping out, whether it's through an assistant somehow or massage or whether it's, um, yeah. you know, you're standing on the door. I mean, you know, the volunteers and, and those people that give their time. Uh, that's that's the true heart and soul, and I just you know love people that are involved in that uh, in that way. Yeah, so it's been fabulous, yes. mate. You had the uh, look, look, let's just go straight now and get Doggy Brown into the room because I know he's not in his car. There he is, Brownie. How are you? Oh, my little mates. How are you, legends? <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is the first time, Doggy, we've had three people on the show at once. Uh, we, we're testing new waters here. You're in the car, mate. Mate, I'm in the car. We've just been down the um, down the park with uh, oh shit, look, mate, look, you should have got me a little bit earlier. And uh, with Wisey yeah. and little Noah, mate, the um, oh. the legendary oh. new assistant coach, 2021. The difference. <laughs> That's what we're calling him. The difference, are we? Hey, you've had a kick with him. How is he? Mate, he's he's pretty cooked actually. <laughs> he's pretty spent the, the old the old boy. So uh Oh, oh you're there, mate. We lost we lost sound, doggy. We lost sound. We'll get you back with the sound in a second, but um uh Biz, I'll go go back to you real quick um and, and ask you about your uh take on the season. All right, firstly. We'll move on to the, the game itself because I've got some highlights and I reckon we'll get Brownie back in a second with the sound. I can hear something. But w- the season itself as a whole, as a body of work, what's your take on it? Gee, well, pretty consistent. Um, it was an ama- it's an amazing season. Um, you know, finals, finals aside, uh, finishing top and what if we lost, we would have gone to fourth, I think it was, or third. It was just really impressive. And the thing that impressed me the most was... Um, you know, a number of our younger players that were just able to sort of step up and, uh, you know, fill fill positions that are normally there for regular senior players, like you talk about Jonesy, Neville Jetta, um, you know, Hib and Nelksham. And so I think, you know, when you've got these younger players that are pushing for those selections, 
um, and playing well, I mean, it's, it's a great problem to have as a, as a mm. coach. And, and that really, really helps. So the likes of, you know, Cozzy Pickett and uh, Jackson and Jordan early too, like he just had a stunning season. And then even Sparrow later, yeah. Um, you know, you, you, those guys and, and then, you know, the, um, you know, the Spargos and, you know, the Bailey Fritches and, you know, these guys that haven't played an enormous amount of football, but are contributing. And I think mm. the way that they played um, was very team orientated. And you'd often get that sense when they were interviewed after the game, you know, the narrative that was coming out of the football club was, you know, we're, uh, we're in this together and we're, and we're doing it together. So I think, mm. you know, as a former player you always like to hear that tone yeah we doggy we got to ask oh sorry we got to um, send a little video through to the path to the players from the past players which is a great uh, initiative by uh, the coaching staff we all felt very humbled to be able to do that but one of the consistent messages from all the players was the brand the brand of football it sticks out it works and there seems to be this culture amongst you that we're all just loving did you did you see that uh, watching the games this year, Brownie? A, a culture of of really loving each other and a great brand of footy. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the, the team factor was enormous, and I think that's there was only some little subtle different differences that uh, they needed to apply, and some of that was a little bit more um, selfless footy and a little bit more balance around the contest. Um, you know, you heard all year the boys that. Um, were playing those selfless sort of wing roles, young Brayshaw, um, uh, you know, stunning. And, mm. you know, sometimes it wasn't out, the, the footy wasn't on their side, but um, they were still willing to play their role, um, not worry about too much of the footy and celebrate, celebrate the little mm. things, the little wins and celebrate for your mate, which yep. is, you know, no secret to why they had so much success. Celebrate yeah. each other. It's a team 100%. game. And that's right. And that's what you were great at, Doggy. I wanted to ask you, Dog, because uh, half-back flanks uh, and a back pocket was where you uh, uh, you plied your craft. Uh, Christian Salem, Salo this year, I mean, we, we spoke about it in the last show, running at 93.7% in a grand final uh, um, you know, disposal efficiency. Is ex- that's the great word. Stun- it's a great word, stunning. Uh, even to kick a goal, what was your take on Salo's year, but also that grand final? Uh, mate. Well, he, you know, he, he got his um, true reward, didn't he? Uh, All-Australian, high. he'll finish high in the best and fairest, and then a stunning grand final. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, And really composed early in the game um, when, you know, it's on like Donkey Kong, and, you know, yeah. when you're playing big finals, big games, you're gassed early. Yeah. He was so composed. He was so clean. And, every, and, and, he, uh, and his connection was up in that 90, you know, 90-odd percent. Yeah, you know, just a just a outstanding move to place him back in the half back line. Yeah. Um, whoever did that uh, at the Demons, well done. Yeah, he's, he's a yeah, well done. He's a he's an unusual one because he doesn't look ever fussed. He doesn't look phased. He always looks calm, and then he's always able to connect. And he did it all year, which was which was just brilliant. So whoever's been coaching him has done some great stuff. And one of the nicest guys you will ever meet too, just quietly for all the fans out there. And and look, the uh, comments are coming in thick and fast at the moment, Doggy. I hope you get a chance to read some. There's some people there that would be saying, g'day to you. Biz, someone called you the general in the uh, stream a minute ago. Now, we know the general of the back line was Mr. Anthony Ingerson early days. Uh, then you sort of took over as a... Uh, 
you know, the halfback sort of lever type, I would have thought. If I kind of recount your your uh, your career at Melbourne, certainly shut down man, but you did like to come off and take a good mark. Bit like Levo. Was that was that what you try to do? Yeah, look, absolutely. I mean, just just before that, you spoke about Ingo. He um, he was uh, our backline coach when I first got to the footy club, and um, amazing club person, um, Ingo, and uh, actually taught me a lot about you know even the, the technique in spoiling and things like that. But I think you know when you're playing a position, um, you're hopefully wanting to you know play to your strengths. Um, and for me, look, you know, marking yes was one of those, and. And uh, being in the back line, it was always, you know, you always are trying to help out, you know, your teammate as much as you can, whether that's coming off and spoiling mm. or taking a mark um, or running off your opponent if there's a mismatch. So, um, you know, I think the way that Jake Lever plays, um, he's just an incredible player, uh, mm. a young talent. I think someone said the other day he's like 25. And I, I just was like, really? I mean, he seems yeah. like he's been around yeah. for so long. Um, but he... He's a much taller player than what I was, mate. I'm, yeah, you know we're probably we're similar heights, right? So yes, um, yep. and and Jakey Lever, he's actually ta- taller than May. Yeah, yeah. Like these guys are they're six three six four. I mean, I'm, you know, my preferred position was more of a halfback flank, and yes, occasionally I'd play centre half back. I'd get thrown around like a rag doll on some yeah. of the players, and that's where I needed my backup of your of your you know your Alistair Nicholsons and. Uh, Craig Ellis at the time, Lammy, who was there, um, yeah. you know, and 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 some others. So yeah, oh, it was a, it was a really good backline and some some great people to learn from. Uh, Matthew Nolan just said in the uh, comments there, we all know who was elite this year: uh, Petrarca, Oliver, Max. Obviously, you can put you might put Lever in there and May as well. But who do you think is going to be the next elite for the Melbourne Football Club? Nathan Brown. Uh, ho- hopefully, we can hear you. Who are you looking at the moment and going, right, I reckon that guy can go to the next level with his football. Good football this year, but next level next year. Yeah, okay. Can't hear you, doggy. Can't hear you, mate. Ah, bugger. Can't hear you, buddy. Anyway, keep keep jumping out and jump back in because I reckon that works when you when you jump out and jump back in. It's tough in the cards, doing a great job. Uh, what about you, Biz? Who do you reckon is... Uh... Yeah, look, I suppose, you know, the... you know. It's, I just saw a couple of uh, Kimberley uh, there saying Sparrow and, and Jackson. So these players that were, say, on the on the fringe and uh, and playing, you know, whether even medical subs and, you know, I think, you know, James Jordan, Sparrow, I think Jackson's got another gear. I think he's, I think he's got more time that he can spend yeah. uh, on the ground. Um, you know, who else did I, you know, was I excited by um, if I think about, you know, some of the players that were, you know, sort of in and out. But look, those those come to mind straight away. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, not not seeing a lot of the, the you know, the Casey games. Look, I, geez, I'd love Weed to, yeah. you know, to have a year. I mean, he's obviously, well, there was uh, some injuries and just, you know, didn't, wasn't able to put a number of games, to, you know, getting together, you know, through the, through the middle part of that year. So yeah. I think, I think he could actually yeah. I mean, imagine, imagine him as a, you know, as a recruit that hasn't played much this year, he could really dominate. But I mean, you talk. Look, what about Petty? Uh, yeah. You know, the he was and He was amazing. I mean, you look through the entire team, and everybody had really great years. I think we were really lucky with injuries, um, and you know, but they were all playing a really great brand mm. of football um, and playing 
at the right time. They really, mm. really came together and, you know, we get to we get to celebrate for the next oh, six yeah. months now. And yeah. it's a it's a fabulous feeling. I I tell you, it's uh yeah. it was it's it was un- incredible. It was incredible. It's unreal. Doggy, can I hear you? Uh, we've lost sound. We've got to try to work on the audio, mate. It's uh it's it's not working. But that's all right. Um Sean Ducks can't wait to see Bailey Laurie play next season. Now there's a name. Gary Hughes says Rivers. Weeds needs to hold his marks. Uh, Gary Hughes says, and and yes, he does. But it's amazing what will happen when you're in an amazing team, when you're in an elite team. All of a sudden, things start to click. And for Jackson this year, that was the difference with him. He was able to take the marks and, and make it happen. Hey, boys, I've got some footage here. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to see it. I'm going to just roll the highlights of the game, okay? And this just might um, this just might give us a little bit of impetus to talk about things. So I'll try to turn yeah. this down a little bit. This tracks first goal, yeah. Yeah, and look, mm-hmm. here's the start. Nice to have the, the commentary in the background too because we haven't heard crowds for a long time here mm-hmm. in Melbourne. But uh, this is where the game was won and lost, wasn't it? This attack, relentless attack on the ball, uh, Biz, and first to it in the first half of the – and the second half of the third and the fourth. Yeah, look, our contest work is, you know, at the top of the tree as far as – uh, you know, the, the football club, and that's our brand of football contest. Um, you know, those contested possessions, hard ball gets, that's where we're good. So any, you know, around ground bounce, um, you know, uh, where, there's, where there's a group of players coming together, that's a great recovery by, um, yeah. I think, I can't, I can't remember his name, um, Rourke, I think it is. Yeah, Rourke. Um, but, um, you know, that's that's where we play really great football. And I think, you know, the, the game itself is that you get this, you know, slow type of football, which is more mark possession and then the contests, and yeah. then you get then you get the slow and the, and this stuff by Pickett, this is this is brilliant. He's pressure. Yeah. And then again Spargo's pressure, turnover, you know, goal. And that's that's again our brand of football that we play. Yeah, it's really slick, <laughs> isn't it, Doggy? And I can hear you now. Yeah. It's really can you hear slick me? Yeah. ball movement. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Um, oh, and they I go forward. The they don't mind going forward. Yeah. They don't mind going forward. Yeah. They don't stuff around with it too much. They go forward to contest. Their, their forwards understand that they don't always have to win it. If they um, can bring it to ground and, and then put on the pressure and hold it in their area or defend it in their area, hey, we'll celebrate mm. that. That's a win. That's right. Now we move to the second quarter. Obviously, the doggy started to get a run on here. What did you boys see in the second quarter, Biz? Uh, what was the reason we started to lose? Uh, oh, obviously, we we lost the lead in the second quarter, but what was it? Yeah, look, you know, for me, I mean, Trelaw, we know Trelaw kicks, a, you know, a couple of goals, um, you know, during this. But again, look, their, their efforts to actually get to the ball, I think they were there. Again, their contested work was much better than ours. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. first and foremost, that sort of really gets you going. And, and here is just a little bit, you know, we were in control of the football, but weren't able to run it out. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, when you've got first possession and you can't maximise it, you know, that can sometimes deflate you. Yeah. Um, and then they just took their opportunities. Uh, Maxi, yeah, they took their opportunities. You know, they, they took their opportunities. They came in and, and, and um, Bontempelli was, he was just remarkable. Huge. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, being able to play a bit more of a hard tag when he goes forward was yeah. the message after half time, which, you know, quelled him. A li- I mean, he kicked another goal in the third, but, you know, you've got to be able to, you know, sort of sit on your man and not let him jump. See, there he comes way off. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
started, started to push deep. He started to push deep in that second in that second quarter, deep forward, and then come back at the footy a little bit with a bit of a mismatch. And uh, and then the boys, what well, you know, they um, switched onto that and yeah, shut that I think, down. I think they certainly lifted their work rate and they started to cover a lot more of the ground. You, you say their bond got deep. Well, then that's yardage. He's, he's got to get there. He's got to move. Okay, and that that's energy. And they certainly brought energy. More than we bought in the, in the second quarter, but the first, second half of the third and the fourth, our energy was unbelievable. The difference, I think, in yeah. the in the end was our ability to 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 pounce on the ball, but have so many options there uh, to, to to pounce on the ball. We were there. Mm. Oh, and and mate, we just our power in at this in at the clearance, in at the stoppage at the coalface was they couldn't go with it. You know, those boys were sensational. Chucking the young young Jackson into that mix with, with that big surge late in that third quarter. Yeah. And they took the grand final away. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Well, Biz, and what are you feeling? Go with them. That's right. What are you feeling at this point, Biz, when you're watching the game? Uh, I, yeah, I didn't I didn't tend to like – I thought, you know, Maxi, he needed to sort of yeah, hold his ground a little bit there. He sort of – whether he was playing for a free kick, I don't know. But this, again – you know, our work at the contest um, and being able to win it and then our spread was just really, yeah. really quick. Yeah. And so, you know, Bailey kicks a goal and this is the next This is the next play. And then he comes up again, contest, recovers yeah. so quickly, kicks another. And, and all of a sudden, as players on the ground, you start to go, righto, we're in, we're in this here. Mm. Um, and, and you get a bit of a surge of adrenaline. And this takeaway by Tracker, ah. like, that is just, that's elite. That yep. is just nothing else but talent. He gets yep. it wrong. Benny Brown, again, really Benny, great mark. Big Benny. Big yep. Ben. Well done, great big mark. Benny. Um, and then goes back and, and slots it. Um, and this work here, I think, is it by track. I mean, yep. this is when I think I nearly lost my voice. Yeah. He kicked, I think it's four in a row, and all of a sudden, we've, um, what are we, where, yeah, we, we're, we're sort of a goal. goal that was mark. a minute to go. That was a minute to go. They go to contest, and then they hit the contest points. and hit the scoreboard, and then they yeah. go bang, 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 and you get another one. Unbelievable. Yeah. I think I felt like we were going to win it when that went, once Track got that goal and the momentum that we had, the excitement that I could see in them. Look, I mean, look at this work in the middle. Yeah, I mean, look, 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 Jackson's work. He should have handballed it here, handballed it at the Sparrow. He would have been, you know, oh. Forget about forget about Melbourne. Um, don't forget about it because it's amazing. But think about also what the doggies are doing in that. They're not even in the picture. They weren't no. uh, inspired. They weren't uh, on the front foot. They just look flat. They Great just... kick to advantage here. Like it was just a, a superb kick by a well you know well drilled drilled team. Um, again, Langdon's little chip here was just delicate to give um, Alex Neil Bullen a shot. And look, we are kicking. You know more goals than we are points, and that just fills you with confidence. And our attack on the footy here is just brilliant. Yeah, yeah. like it is. It, our intensity is there. So therefore, our fitness. Um, you know, um, uh, again, defensive play, track again, vision. I mean, that's superb yeah. individual effort there. Well, he could be excused for having a shot there because he could probably have kicked it with his power. But he, uh, mm. he and that's the that's the decisions this team is making at the moment. They they kind of remind me of the Geelong when they were winning all their premierships. The way they were setting up other players because they were in better positions when they probably could have had a shot themselves. And, and then you know you see Petrarca obviously hide the Norm Smith because we're not about uh, individual stuff. We're about us 
And it's one thing to say that, but it's another thing to actually do it instinctively in a game. And we and we certainly saw it in the second half of the season. Yeah, and I think that comes down to our culture, and and that just doesn't happen. Yeah, um, you know that just doesn't happen in a year. Over, I mean, yeah. this is this is two, three, four years of the a constant yep. narrative that gets embedded and rewarded when it's done well, and obviously picked up when it's not. So, you know, and then. Um, you know, I, unlike you, Robbo, I, I was just still holding on in the fourth quarter, you know, I did, because, you know, you can get a run on. And I didn't kind of let go until probably about midway yeah. through the fourth. Um, <laughs> I think it's just that sort of, I don't know about you, Doggy, but that player instinct of just, you know, you just got to keep going at the contest and the next one. And I was just, just, just sat in shock. Um, and then my eyes got yeah. leaky and, and I just <laughs> my, Nah, look, my boys, my boys, my boys are at that real good age where they absolutely are. they're all in all in the little units uh yeah. 16 14 and 12 so they were just stunned and they were, they were just enjoying the demons going nuts and getting you know that 74 point win they loved every every score of that yeah. and um from all the little um heartbreak and all the little school lunches getting pinched and telling you that demons are, are no good all the way along and uh, you know to embrace that whole little 74 four point margin yeah. right to the end oh uh, yeah that would dance. Ab- absolutely and the celebrations were amazing we know that it's one of those things that for melbourne people i mean our colors are the best i think our colors just look fantastic but it's just a beautiful watch isn't it to see our team playing like that and playing with such verve, vigor and confidence. And you, you feel like that this can just keep going on and on and on. I want to ask you both, you know, how it felt as a past player to see. Um, of course, I know you're going to say it was a wonderful thing and I've heard you say that, but there must have been some pangs of, I wish that I was able to be able to do that. Can I, can I get a comment from both of you on that? Yeah, look, it was, um, I was, I was, you know, over the last couple of days, um, you know, I, I mean, I went through a range of emotions where I went from, because I was, I suppose, riding every kick and bump. And, you know, when the doggies were putting on a bit of, you know, in that second quarter, you know, a, little, a fair bit of doubt, it's getting quite anxious. And then to see that run in the third quarter, I was just, you know, they were, I was just elated. And then mm-hmm. for me, uh, and I can only explain it in a way of, um, so I've been lucky, obviously, to, you know, in, in a number of years gone past, I've travelled a, a lot, and I went to Antarctica. And sometimes when you're there, it's very hard to describe what you're feeling. And the one thing that I did hear from somebody who had been, they just said it was emotional. Mm. For me, it was a feeling of pure. It was just emotion. Yeah. Pure emotion that I I actually had to go to bed. You know, not long after the game because my whole body was pretty much drained. Yeah, I was drained emotionally, crying. I was pumped. I was, you know, pumping the air. Mm. Um, you know, hugging the family, um, crying. Um, it was a wave of emotion, and that's the only way that I can yeah. describe yeah. what it was like. And then, yeah, what about you, doggy? What? No, look, yeah. Obviously, when you when you're playing, it's all you ever want to do, and and certainly when you finish, I mean, the the thing that I loved our group, I loved you boys, I loved our group, I loved our coaches. You you just would have loved that experience with your group, but then 
but then you you slowly get into the swing of things of of um, being external to footy and you get in your your groove um, and you sort of let it go. Um, my my thing was just for the beautiful Melbourne people that you've come across throughout our whole journey. I just wanted them to have this experience. Um, and I was just so stoked for everyone, Melbourne footy club. Um, yeah, obviously it would have been amazing to be able to do it, but, but we didn't. And it's been a big lean run since then. And there's been so many more downs than ups. Um, and they got it right. Um, and everyone, Melbourne footy club got rewarded with, um, just an amazing 2021 and then 57 years you it, it you know um all the heartache all the blood sweat and tears um you know uh they get rewarded yeah and, and that's what, like that i was i'm just yeah so happy for melbourne footy club through and through i think it's there i think you're both right it, it is about the supporters and and the only emotion I had and I, I gotta agree with you, Biz. I reckon I was so tired for two days after that grand final because it was the emotional build up of not just the week, but also the four or five weeks leading into it. And it started with that a Geelong game down there. You, you you finish on top of the ladder with a kick after the siren, you beat this really good Geelong team and then there's this this wording of dare to dream, dare to dream. And you ride it every single day. And we rode that wave and we padded it with them emotionally, not physically, emotionally. Uh, and at the end of it all, when it was all said and done, it was, whew, geez, I'm absolutely beat. And yes, we would have loved to have been the ones to give that, deliver that to our supporters. It turns out that we weren't set up to do it. We weren't quite set up in our time, right? Timing is everything. But my word, over the last 10 years, and this is for the fans that are just tuning in right now, and I love all the comments that are coming through, guys. This is awesome. Love love you even more now hearing that. This, Brownie, respect. That's a great comment, Brownie. You'll love that. Uh, I, I, I love the fact that over the last 10 years, we learnt from mistakes rather than just making the same old mistake every single year for 20 years at the Melbourne Football Club. It felt like we were doing. We got a good coach in. We learned from him. We took that learning. We, we got another coach in. We, we got all this system behind us. We, we set up the club right. And then we poured that greatness into our players. We recruited well. We just learned from our mistakes this time around. And we built this, not just in one year. It wasn't one out of the box. We built this, this really successful year. And that makes it more satisfying. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I mean, I, I don't think you win a you know grand final in having, you know, an unstable board, an unstable footy department. Um, you know, not going through difficult times as a football club. I mean, sometimes that's the burning platform you need. You need to go through really difficult times together to bond and know how it hurts. And so, you know, yeah, absolutely. And and this is the thing about football. Sometimes you can't explain why it means so much because it transcends generations. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've got, you know, um, you know, my family is not a Melbourne family, right? They are, um, they barracked for Melbourne because I played for Melbourne, yep. and they still barrack for Melbourne, which is which is great. But there are generations of people, yeah. and I've met them over the last last few days, like talking to strangers that are wearing the red and blue yeah. out, and you can see the emotion written all over their face and what it means to not only them but their families and the heartache that they've been through. And I am just 
so incredibly proud yeah. that we got to see one in our lifetime because we know how hard yeah. it is to win. Like yeah. they are so difficult, and that's why I think luck plays a big part. But you've also got the skill in having the board, the right players, the right coach, the right leadership group. Mm. You know, all of these things have to line up, and and they did. And you know, that's why I just think it's. You know, you've, you've just got to soak it in and enjoy it. And, uh, you know, that's what, that's what I love so much about, you know, since since we've won it, just seeing mm. the joy on every every supporter's face. Yeah. It's been the overarching thing, hasn't it, Doggy Brown? It's been about the supporters. And it wasn't from – it's not about us, right? It's not about us, past players. It really isn't. We had our go, and we collectively know this, all of us, past players, and we talk about it all the time. It's not about us. It's about the team that's playing at the time, the custodians of the jumper, the ones that have got it right yep. now, and it's about the, the supporters. Um, you know, football is about the game and about the supporters. All the rest of it is just, by the way, you know, it's just guff, okay? Uh, for us, and as a past player group, Doggy, we, we were all about the supporters, and we have loved watching the supporter response, and we feel best for them, don't we? Yeah, exactly what I said, mate. Like, they yeah, they, they live it with everything. And, um, you know, it's been a tough time in, in Melbourne, hasn't it, the last two years? I mean, we are the most locked down city. Yeah. And this slow build, this slow burn of Melbourne Footy Club into this unbelievable 2021 yeah. campaign. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been a godsend yeah. for demons people through yeah. and through. Yeah. And, um, and that's exactly right, mate. It's all the generations of families, as Sizzle just touched on, that um, had, had, were able to witness it. And I've seen yeah. it. And they did it. And, you know, what um, people go on about, you know, the, the big clubs and the, 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 the Collingwoods and the Carltons and the, the Hawthorns and all that sort of stuff. And they've got their, you know, rounds of success. Uh, I, I love that we've been a part of the Melbourne Footy Club. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Um, absolutely cherish it. Proud of it. Um, and, you know, all the beautiful people that you come across in our time of firstly when we were playing and then after as past players and, you know, just going and supporting the club like them. Um, awesome. Yeah. Awesome, mate. 100%. Look, I've got to get a comment lastly. Um, and we'll put the, uh, the game to rest in terms of an uh, analysis. The coaching staff. Now, Doggy, I know you're a coach now, uh, Ammo's coach, um, and have been doing it for a while. Um, what do you see uh, coming out of that place at the moment? Obviously, and someone made a comment a minute ago, and I thought it was a great comment. It wasn't long ago that uh, our Simon Goodwin was under the pump, and they were calling uh, for his head, you know, get rid of him and start again. Well, we didn't sack him. We stuck with him, and now he's brought home a premiership. You've got Adam Uze, you've got Choco, you've got Richo. You've got a lot of guys in there that have obviously got it right this year. Well, yeah, obviously they got that balance right. Yeah, obviously they got that balance right. So, um, uh, and I, I just really, I, I love how there was composure around that decision. Um, you know, yeah, get, get all the information in. I think they did a little bit of a, a review, but yep. gather all the information. Simon obviously does a mountain of work you know, the, the word on the street of how hard he works. Mm. You know, um, you've got something, you've got someone putting everything into your footy club. What more do you want? Um, yeah. 
He would have. He knows the landscape. He knows the lay of the players. He knows the list. Uh, mind you, can I just touch on the list? Jason Taylor, is it? He's the yes. head of um, list management. Mate, what a stunning job that yeah. that bloke's done. What a stunning job. Um, and then you know, uh, and then go and get uh, the energy of Choco Williams and the experience of Choco Williams. But mate. I'm privileged enough to have gone to the footy with Adam Uze over the last few years um, and, our, and our boys all roll together and so forth. Mate, I, I can, I, I'll share this with you. Like I, I got onto Nita. I knew he was sort of um, in this phase at the end of 2020 where clubs were looking to get him on board. He got sounded out for the Adelaide Crows job mm. um, and I think they'd already sort of had Matthew Nix in place boys he went and blew him away in his interview mm. because this this boy's good he yeah. is outstanding i sit there and he blows me away lads on what he sees yeah. what he sees before is going to happen the, the the type of player that he sees in the right place the player who's got the ball what he's going to do with it. It, it he just blew me away and so i got onto nita and i said mate these other clubs circling ooze can we yeah. get onto someone at the footy club to get this lad involved yeah, and yeah. the other thing I love, he's a past player. He's a demon legend, people. Yeah, yeah. Get, get, this, get this lad involved. And I love that Melbourne flavour. He loves the place through and yeah. through. What more? Yeah. Like, and then, you know, on top of that, his footy IQ, footy IP, yeah. stunning. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and obviously they got their mix right. And well, look, the you know, history shows they did it. And that's right. And, and Forever. I like what you said, I like what you Forever. said about Forever, Forever, lads. Forever. <laughs> I like what you said about Ooze because a lot of people don't know this about Ooze. You just see him as this silky smooth footballer that could have the great left foot, could kick a goal from the boundary line and, 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 and rarely missed a game. But every time he spoke in a team meeting biz, he made sense and we'd all do their, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, aha yeah. moments. He was destined to coach, wasn't he, Sis? Yeah, he always had that, um, you know, the analytical brain of, um, you know, the strategic part of football. And I think, you know, whether you, I think you go through life and whether it's business, you know, some people have that analytical business yeah. sort of brain. Some people yeah. bring a lot more of the emotion and the relationship part of, you know, what, what a certain role may, may bring. And yeah. so... When you put all those pieces together of you know the football department and there's you know there's there's a whole lot more people there as well that i'm sure we're missing out on yeah and, and they're all playing to their strength well it makes up a really great pie and i think you know simon having you know choco williams and alan uh, and richo there as well as former coaches to you know a little bit of gray hair around you know a young coach yeah. then you know that helps steer the ship you know, that, that helps him make, you know, better decisions and, you know, and, and he can question and, and turn to them, um, you know, to learn from. And I'm certainly, he's very much of that mould. So, which yeah. puts us in a great position, yeah. you know, for the future as well, which is another conversation that sort of, you know, starts to turn, you know, um, you know it's pretty, pretty soon now that trade week's on and, 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 the, and they get ready for 2022. Now, boys, uh, we, I don't know if you know this, but on the show, um, at some point during the final series, we had, a, uh, we had an engagement. So, 
Nikki Narduzzo is on the on the show right now. She's uh, she's tuned in and she's writing comments. Matt, her uh, her partner, well, fiance now, uh, he got down on one knee on one of my shows in front of all the fans. Asked it. Asked if uh, Nikki would marry uh, him, and she said yes. She has let me know uh, through the week that when the final siren went, uh, the D's victory, Maddie got all his clothes off and did a nerdy run around the house and out the front. <laughs> <laughs> Any, did you blokes do a nerdy run? <laughs> Brownie? Brownie might have. Nah, nah I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't. Nah, we we had the uh, I had to wrestle with the kids though. We had the mosh pit going. They uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they get fired up the, the they get fired up the little brown units. Wow. Which leads me to <laughs> leads me to the next question, and uh, we'll we'll tie things up pretty soon. Father and sons, uh, you've got three boys, Brownie. Uh, I know, Biz, you haven't got any boys, but you've got girls. Yeah, he's got a boy and a girl. Boy and a girl. So you've He's got, got one the for both teams. You got both one for both the teams, the women's and the men's team. You've got three boys, Brownie. I've got one boy. Uh, father, sons, Noah Uze. How's he looking at the moment, Brownie? Is he looking good? Oh, he was just. I was just. <laughs> I just told you before we were down there shooting some buckets, and that he was swatting everything Adam and I could put up at him. He's a big monster of a kid. He's, he's tall. Got, no, he's progressing. He's yeah. He's a big boy. He's uh. He's a yeah. He's he's progressing beautifully. Yeah. And your um, boys too, Brownie. Yeah, they're they're all going. They they're all going okay. They're progressing all right. My eldest now. He'll um he'll roll into the Oakley system next year. I think he's sixteen yeah. now, so he'll go seventeen. And um, right. yeah, he he's he's a good boy. He's uh he goes all right. Um, he's got some really good attributes, but uh, we know how hard it is. So uh, we'll see how he goes. Uh, middle boy is just a Ronaldo soccer freak. Yeah. And he is, yeah, so he's um, he's soccer uh, crazy and he plays a high level in NPL, which is the highest level yeah. for his age groups um, yeah. Yeah. in uh, under 14s. And then little junior, he's just a maniac with everything. So, uh, <laughs> look, it, it, yeah, so he's had to um, grow up with the other two. Um, yeah, yeah, the big boys. Um, yeah, the two big boys. So uh, he's he's uh, he'll, if there's a hand grenade, he will jump on it. <laughs> I know how busy you and I both know how crazy our brownies boys are because they are like their father, aren't they? What about you, mate? Your your kiddies, what are they into? Yeah. So my eldest, Charlie, uh, daughter. Um, so she she loves playing footy. She played footy this year. She actually uh, yeah represented I think St Kilda uh, under under 13's uh, squad, training squad, and, and went to that a number of times before COVID kicked in. Yeah. And uh, my boy, Harry, who is uh, five, he's into bugs. He's, he's loving, <laughs> he's loving, he's loving <laughs> bugs. We go hunting in the garden. Uh, that's great. Uh, that's great. Yeah. But he look, he goes to Kick. he wears the red and blue proudly, and... Um, and who knows? Who knows if he'll um, yeah start to pick up a footy? But yeah, we're just uh, we're working on his drop punt at the moment. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now, lads, that's been absolutely wonderful. I just uh, hey, 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 what about the little Texan, mate? Oh, the little Texan, yeah. oh, he's uh, he's a little story in himself, he? mate. He's well, yeah. progressing a treat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a wonderful thing to see a child uh, find something and, and be really interested in it. And my boy's picked up the basketball. That's his thing. He loves Steph Curry. He's all about the Golden State Warriors. And he, uh, 
he shoots threes all the time. Um, so, so it's been great to go through that journey with him. He likes, he plays football as well. But he said to me, Dad, you the, you did the football thing. I'll do the basketball thing, all right? I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, mate. Yeah. No worries, mate. No worries. But Ben Inkham, it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? He's 10. And we go to the basketball when we could. We go to the uh, basketball court down the road here. And 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 he shoots threes like like he's shooting the lights out. I, we have first to 20 all the time. He'll shoot five in a row and then it's my go. And it takes me ages to get to five. I cannot beat him. I cannot beat him. So it's it's a wonderful thing. And maybe he'll pick up football, not sure. But he, he certainly, like your boys, uh, Brownie and, and Beers and the kids, he was jumping around the room like crazy watching that grand final. It was a special event. Crazy. Crazy. 100%. Crazy, Tom. Is there, is there, you've, got a, you've got a Rod Owen in the, in the comments. Is, yeah, that, is that the rocket, rocket Rod? I'm not rocket sure. Rod or is that someone using Rod's, Rod's name? But it's, um, look, it's, yeah, it was a, an un, unbelievable, unbelievable moment to actually share. The, probably the best thing about COVID is you got to share it with your family, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, being yeah. able to share that moment with, with your loved ones, um, yeah, will stay with us for a very long time. It's been so good. Brownie and Biz to see you uh, and I know I can see in the sentiment of all the messages from all the fans here that they just enjoy seeing the past players faces now to the fans really quickly um, the way they get around the past players is unbelievable how many times did you ever hear this why don't we get David Neitz back to be a forward coach why don't we get Adam Uzo across to be a coach at Melbourne why do they all go to other clubs we want them at Melbourne they genuinely love their boys and they want them to stick at the club they're, they're, they're bloody brilliant, the Melbourne supporters, aren't they? They certainly, they certainly are, mate. Um, you know, like they are the true heartbeat of any football club and we absolutely love our supporters. They're passionate. Um, you, know, they'll, uh, you know, they'll fight you to the death if you have any, you know, if you've got a bad word to say about any particular yeah. player. And, yeah. and, and look, this is the thing that you, you know, you, you enjoy more and more, I think, as, look, as, a, as a past player is now being part of that supporter group. You know, we're yeah. following our team. We're riding the ups and downs, um, you know, of that. And, you know, we're even, you know, trying to help out some of our past players by drinking their beer. Yep. Uh, yes. <laughs> David Neitz. Poppy and Nita's uh, new beer, The Social Beast. Uh, yeah, it's uh, fantastic. Hey, boys, I'm very aware that I didn't get to speak to you about your own careers, and that's what I've been doing over the journey so far on this show. I'm going to get you back, okay? So I don't think you're uh, you're off now. I don't think you're finished <laughs> with me. I'm going to get you again. We're going to we talked about the demons, and it had to be done because it's the week after the grand final. It's the demons' um, week, mate. It's, it's the, the demons', demons six months. Yeah, we'll get into the indulgences of our own stuff uh, soon. So expect a call back from me and jump on again. And I want to talk to you about your upbringing, how you got into football, your football uh, ethos, all that sort of stuff. We'll we'll get you back. How about that? Sounds always good to chat to you, mate. And it's, and it's amazing, uh, you know, work that you've, you know, been doing to, you know, create this with, uh, I forget the guy's name that you're doing it with. This is Dave-O. Um, Dave-O, mate. Like for Robbo, you've, I mean, you're, you're heart and soul Melbourne. You've, you know, you've uh, not only played at the club, worked at the club, and now you're giving so many supporters a place where they can, you know, share their experiences. So kudos to you, mate. Um, it's great to see you do this because you are extremely good at it and i know that you know most of us boys you know you know love what you do and, and bring it to life and i'm sure that the supporters do as well buddy oh that's 
That's spot on. Spot on, Sizzle. Uh, I didn't even send in that script. That was beautiful. Thank you, Sizzle. That's absolutely legendary. And you guys are legends. I appreciate that so much. It's been great chatting about the game. Um, we keep reliving it. How many times have you watched it, boys? Three. It's just, it's, it's just on, it's on in the background. Constant, yeah. just, just keep the 45 playing highlights, it's just, you know, that's why I think every goal, I think I know every goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fabulous, isn't it? It's bloody brilliant. It's bloody brilliant. <laughs> Boys, go and look after your family. Go and look after your families and uh, we'll be back soon, okay? Awesome, Take care, mate. Good to see you, doggy. Uh, Love, you, so boys. Love you, boys. Love you, boys. Go you, Dean. Go you, boys. Go you, Dean.